The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So good evening. It is pretty warm. Yeah. So last week um, I was also here on Thursday and um, we did a practice. I talked about practice, a Tibetan practice, uh, actually, um, using what's called lojong cards. Lojong, L-O-J-O-N-G, cards. And the lojong cards um, are basically, they're 59 cards, they're 59 practices um, that are are written and one takes a card and makes it a practice for a day or for a week. Um, and these practices are, are for developing wisdom and compassion. And they're very similar, the practices are very similar to the pra- to, to the tradition that we practice in Theravada. So these cards, so we, what we did last week, and the reason why I'm bringing in last week, yeah, well, I like to relate this week to last week and you'll see the relationship in a moment. So what the, um, the, the way the cards are used, as I mentioned, uh, one reads the, the, the practice, and then there's a commentary in the back. And um, these particular cards that we used last week, they are actually from a set a des- designed by Pema Chodron, also the author of Start Where You Are, A Guide to Compassionate Living. It's a wonderful book if you haven't read it. Um, And so basically last week what we did was we did as as a community event where each person picked a card and read the front and the back and reflected on how this teaching resonates with their life right now. And it was a big hit. So, and I got a lot of comments about that. So I'd like to change it a little bit this week and, and, and also and invite some comments from last week. Um, so, so let me actually, first of all, share with you um, a way that, for example, I worked with my cart last week and how... It was such a rich practice to to work with with this teaching, and also I'll invite comments from people who were here last week, both from what they shared last week and also how this practice opened up for them during the week. So, the card I had was train without bias in all areas. It is crucial always to do this pervasively and wholeheartedly. And the commentary on the back of the card was, it is important to include everyone and everything that you meet as a part of your practice. That's pretty profound. It is important to include everyone and everything that you meet as part of your practice. They become the means by which you cultivate compassion and wisdom. So, I sat with this teaching for for a week, and it was very interesting. There were times during the week when I beca- 
I came across things that were not pleasant or people that I had, or actually one person I had some difficulty with. And, and instead of the usual pattern of the mind that would, would avoid and, and take a step back, oh, I remembered I was working with, it's important to include everyone. That's everyone, right? Including, in, including this person and everything that you meet as a part of your practice. So instantly I was encouraged to have a stance of openness and including whatever there was, knowing that this is the means, this conflict, this difficulty, this resistance I have to this person, this is the means by which I'm going to develop compassion and wisdom. It's not by avoiding, it's by embracing, by opening, by opening to whatever is with compassion and freedom. And in fact, often what is difficult is the path is the very thing which opens us to compassion, both for ourselves and for other people, and wisdom. If things, if, if we're happy and, and if, we're, if we are in a place of ease because everything is going well and we're only meeting people we like and only easing our body and easing our life, that's not real freedom. The real freedom happens when we meet everything and everyone, whether it's pleasant or unpleasant, and we meet it as a part of a practice, recognizing that it's the very vehicle, is the very way in which we open up to wisdom and compassion. Similarly, this week, as a part of this practice, there were times that there was a lot of... Um, this ease, a lot of pain in my body. And I noticed I was tensing around it. And there was this agenda in my mind, very faint, but, but I could see it with mindfulness. I don't want this. Make it go away. I don't want this discomfort. And then I remembered that I was, oh, I was working with this card, right? So then, okay, everything, including this pain, is a part of my practice. Just invoking that alone, just invoking that perspective helped my body open up, just ease into the discomfort and ease. And it changed the relationship, changed the relationship. It, then I was embracing being with. The pain didn't necessarily completely go away, but it all became a practice. It, it didn't become something I was pushing away and I didn't like. Um, it wasn't an enemy anymore. It was a friend. It was part of me developing wisdom, how to work with this, and compassion for this being, me, who's suffering right now and has this pain. Instead of being in the mindset of resisting, I want this pain to go away. Instead it became, oh, oh, it's like this to be in pain. There was this, this softening, this breathing into, this ease, because everything and everyone is to be included in my practice and was included in my practice this past week thanks to this Lojan card. So I'm just sharing how this was a really lovely practice for me this past week, taking this on. And I'd love to hear maybe from another person or two who were here last week if they'd like to share. You don't have to, but if you wish to. It would be lovely as we move forward with this week's experiment.
Any takers? I know a few of you were here last time. You're, you're being shy. Come on. Going once. Yeah, please. Thank you. <laughs> Yay! Awesome. That's great. That's um, I really did take that card to heart um, that I had, and it was the gist of it was it, I think the front of it said, "Be grateful to everyone you meet," or something mm. like that, and it was about seeing. Uh, your relationship with everyone as a practice. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Be grateful to everyone. Yeah. Um, and I actually ended up sharing it with a couple of different people who said that it really resonated for them as well, which was great. And I got to see just how... Mm, how much reactivity I have in relationship to a lot of different people and how much suffering it causes me. And I'd been kind of pushing it away and not really recognizing it as much. And then this week, it's just been like, I've been like really just like hit hard by it. Mm. And I'm really suffering actually around it. Um, Hoping that the freedom part will come. But uh, yeah, there's this sense of... um, finally fully opening my eyes to just how much reactivity there is in my heart mind Mm. and um, trying to include it in my practice. Lovely. Thank you so much for sharing that. First of all, for the courage to take, to to volunteer to speak, even though you had no idea what you were going to say. And then the courage to say that this has been such an opening to, to see the reactivity, even though right now it's the, the seeing. And, And first when we, shined a flashlight in the corner of the attic where we haven't we're surprised and we don't like it and there's there's perhaps even more reactivity oh my god really i have this much react but it's lovely that's exactly the point of mindfulness you start to see and then you start to see the disliking of what you see and you include that in your practice and you hold that with kindness and that's exactly the way you develop compassion and wisdom for yourself and for ev- everyone and everything, all, every, all the reactivities and everything is going on in your mind. So I'm delighted to hear how you worked with this card and how it was a source of this opening that it's so, it's so tangibly precious right now because you said, oh, I'm hurting right now. It, it's, it's, wow, lovely, I'm happy for you. You know what I mean? In a good way. It's, it's such an opening. We don't have... It, it, it's, it's lovely. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's coming your way. This is another <clears throat> story that's a little complicated, so I don't know how I'm going to tell it. Please sure forgive push. me. Should I hit the button? No, it's good. It's good? Yeah. So um, yesterday I was uh, massaging at Google, and I thought, oh, it would be great to get a job here. And I know a Stanford professor who was the computer professor of the founders of Google, from like 15 years ago. So I wrote him an email asking him if he could, told him that I was having a hard time making a living and if he could help me get in. And he wrote me a nice, warm email back. And this is like 15 years later, saying, I'm sorry you're struggling. Uh, uh, and um, he told me that his kids were now parents of children and they were in high school when I knew him and his family mm -hmm. and it was such a warm um, response that I didn't even expect and I it made me um, sad uh, uh, that I was sort of at my peak in my career back then but also uh, having Compassion. He was a uh, vehicle for having compassion for where I am, mm. and I thanked him for being such a good person. And um, I guess that's it. Thank you. Mm. Mm. Sometimes it opens our eyes through other people's eyes, through their compassionate eyes of seeing ourselves. Thank you. So what I wanted to suggest for this week was also it, as a community building exercise, as, as we worked last week, um, and of course this is going to be optional this week, so so you can take a card, you can reflect on the card, um, and if you like to just reflect on your own, you're welcome to do that. And then if you like to get into groups, which is actually speaking about um, how this, this practice is, is resonating for you, both speaking about it and being held witness and hearing about other people's uh, can be a very profound practice and also part of the, our community building at IMC. We're not on this path alone. So with that, we'll go ahead and hand out the card. And I also should let you know that I've called the cards um, because there are some cards that talk about the practice of, of Tonglen and other practices that are very... Specific and it'll take too long to to teach and go over, so I've taken those out, and these are the the cards that are simple and easy and relate to our Theravada uh, tradition also. So I like to hand these out, and you can also take and have them and hand them out, and um, and while you're doing that, I'm going to continue. I'm, I will read the card that I got last week so that. 
if this recording is being listened to by people on the net, they have a card to work with. They have a practice to work with. So, train without bias in all areas. It is crucial always to do this pervasively and wholeheartedly. I read it again. Train without bias in all areas. It is crucial always to do this pervasively and wholeheartedly. And the commentary on the back of the card by Pema Children is, it is important to include everyone and everything that you meet as part of your practice. They become the means by which you cultivate compassion and wisdom. Okay. Does everyone have a card? They're extras. So yes, everyone has a card. Okay, great. So please read your card. Okay. So please read your card and reflect on the card, both the front and the back. Read both the the golden side as well as the commentary on the white side. Just take a moment to really sit with it. And you may want to close your eyes and see how this particular practice resonates with you and can be applicable right now to your life, right now. How can you make this a part of your practice? How does this speak to you? How can this perspective be a more expansive perspective in your life as a human being? Do you notice any resistance coming up to this practice? any resistance in your mind and your body? Can you make that resistance part of your practice also part of your path? So now I invite you to find another couple of people, if you like. You can, if you don't, you can just sit with your eyes closed and continue to reflect. Otherwise, please look around and look, get into groups of three, and I'll time us for, for a guided reflection. Why is it different? How is it different? Oh, it's the same. It's a different card. You have a different card. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a new practice. So please go ahead and form yourselves into groups. (laughs) If anybody wants to be in a group but doesn't have a partner or a group, please raise your hand. 
Okay. Need, keep raising and raising. Let's, let's keep the groups to size of three this time. The four. Uh, let's keep them to the size of three for timing purposes. Group of th- Okay, another group of three. Here, this can be a group of three. Excellent. Right here, right here. Oh. Okay, and then are you... Are you participating? Yes? Yes? No? Oh, that, that, that person is coming. So are you participating? Yes? No? No? Okay. All right. We'll be a group of two. <laughs> okay. But I would have to do the time. Oh, actually, wait. So are you participating to this? Oh, you are? Oh, so there is a group of three. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I will. I will give instructions. So, group of three, and I'll be with you. Yeah, you can, you can, can come here. So, okay. So, um, so let's take a moment of pause. Let's take a moment of pause. Okay. Now, one person, raise your hand. One person in the group, please raise your hand. Okay, you're person number one. Okay, one person in each group, please raise your hand. Please raise your hand. One person raise your hand in each group. One person raise your hand. I'm going to give instructions. Okay. Great. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So person number one, whoever has raised their hand, you have a person raised, who's raised their hand. Every group has one, one person in each group. Raise your hand. Perfect. Okay, great. So you're person number one, and this person will start with sharing their reflections about this card and how it re- resonates with them and how they can work with it. And then we'll go around uh, clockwise, okay? So, and I will time us for, let's see, I'll time us um, each, uh, four minutes each person. So please start. So I'd like to um, invite some observations, comments. What, what came up? What happened? Yeah. So um, I got uh, Don't Talk About Injured Limbs and uh, somebody else in the group got, uh, uh, got the, the phrase limbs as well on, in his card. Uh, don't seek out this pain as the limbs of your own happiness. Um, so I wonder, could you say a little more about limbs? Uh, it's, it's been used in a metaphorical sense. Yeah. So what is the commentary? Let's actually look at the commentary because the commentary clarifies exactly what... what the particular card means in the limbs in that way. The commentary is, don't try to build yourself up by talking about other people's defects. Ah. So limbs seems to be... And the front was, which one was the one? That, that one was for, that was the commentary for, don't talk about injured limbs. Oh. Is it okay? Oh, yeah. Um, the other one is, uh, don't seek others' pain as the limbs of your own happiness. And the commentary is, don't build your happiness on the suffering of others. Yeah. So, yeah. So, with the first one in particular, what I really appreciate about the first one about limbs is is really the, this this view of humanity as all being one being and us being different limbs, different people being different parts of the limbs. You see what I mean? So it's not you independently, you having your limbs. You're the head. I am the arm. This other person is the eye. You see what I mean? We're all part of this big humanity. 
there's a Persian poem that comes to my mind, actually, that captured this really beautifully, um, that all human beings... Okay, I'll give you the Farsi version. Bani Adam which is all humanity is part of one it's one one being and that there's all different different limbs so as so that's the same metaphor that's used there the injured limbs this injured injured beings injured other people it's like you're you're um i forget it was not make fun of or not what was it the injured limb so an injured part of yourself it's essentially don't don't disown or don't be nasty to an injured part of yourself. So that's the view it's trying to bring in. Is that view of compassion. You, you see what I mean? It's, it's that perspective. Does yeah. that help? Yes. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, so um, I go to Calvin. I was wondering about the meaning of a word, and I thought it was because English is my second language, but I guess it, it's, it's used in a different way than the three of us have used the word, and it's the word ponder, P-O-N-D-E-R. Ponder, yeah. Ponder. Um, and it says, don't ponder others. Don't ponder others. Yeah. Yes. And... Um, and I mean, that's not the context in which I usually use the word yeah. ponder. Yeah. Uh, oh, I ponder on an idea and I'm just kind of like, you know, right. thinking about it for a long time. Uh, but the commentary says, don't ponder others' weak points, becoming arrogant about your own accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Um, so does ponder means kind of pontificating or what does that mean in that context? Yeah. I, w- I would say that the the front of the card, the, the slogans are intentionally kept poetic and oh. short, okay. but actually what the, really the practice is, is the commentary in the back. Okay. So it's not, the ponder means exactly that. Don't ponder their faults and, you know, oh, how terrible they are. Don't do that. But it doesn't mean, oh, don't think of their good virtues and good values it doesn't mean that right so i i would i would give more weight to the commentary in the back as to how to implement this practice and think more the front as more of a poetic more like a um in zen there are these koans kind of like oh make your mind kind of yeah i mean actually you know this is why last week i changed Card because the first one, <laughs> once I read it, I was like, I don't get it, and I almost yeah. was going to change it again. And I said, like, No, yeah. I don't understand that world, but you know, I said, No, there's a reason why I'm getting this, so I'm going to keep it today. Great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Glad you stuck with it. So, um, um, yeah, it gives me a lot to, to work on. Um, um, because, you know, I was kind of like discussing how in situations, friends or at work, mm-hmm. um, I, um, I guess I'm, I was worried about being arrogant when um, my colleagues pointed to me that maybe I was not ar- arrogant. Um, so... It would take a, 
too much to kind of explain my my you know what mm. I was explaining, so I, I'm just going to skip it. But um, it's a good count. Mm. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at it, it's it's a good card for practice. It seems it's very rich. Great, great. Yeah, please. So this is, this is one that. Uh, Maybe you can work on that poetic line here. It says, in post-meditation, be a child of illusion. Yeah, that is great. (laughs) In post-meditation, be a child of illusion. Yeah. Illusion. Yeah, that one particularly is poetic. If you look at the commentary in the back, it's much clearer. Mm, yeah. The t- <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Uh, let me just co- let me just tell you what, but basically, what practice is going for. That's so. It's very specific. It says in post meditation. So it's it's when you actually have sat, and right after you're coming out of meditation, and after you have been sitting, your mind is calm. Your your there's more sense of receptivity and being open. That's what it's saying. So allow your mind to, to have that sense of openness and ease after sitting. Don't, don't cling, don't, don't, don't tighten up to the ways you used to see the world right away. Just let your mind have that, be, be a child of illusion. You know, it's kind of, again, very poetic way of saying, uh, let your mind have that ease and spaciousness and openness after you have sat for you to see issues, world, your life, Reality in, in slightly different stance. That's what that one is. Does that does that sit for you after your sitting meditation? Be yeah, yeah. It uh, the imagery still baffles me. Why they chose the term illusion there? Yeah. Tibetans like illusion, and it's I don't know. In a poetic way, it, it does work. Read, start where you are. I think Chamajer and talks more about that also. <laughs> I don't. I don't get any any royalties, but anyway. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> so any other? Been checking qu- the web here. <laughs> yeah. And any? Um, we have time for one more comment. Any cards that resonated with you, with with what you're going through right now? Yeah. Oh yeah. Right here. Yeah, this card particularly kind of resonated with me. It's uh, the front says, "Take on the three principal causes," and the commentary says, "The three principal causes that allow us to put these teachings into practice are a qualified teacher, a mind that turns toward awakening, and supportive circumstances." Mm. So this seems to me like a rather large-scale comment. And, um, and also, it, it gave me an image of sitting on a three-legged stool. Mm. You know, you have to have three at least. But um, I've been involved in teachings, not the Buddhist tradition, but not unrelated. But my teachers have died physically. Mm. But their kind of teaching lives on within me anyway. And also I find it uh, 
a lot of different persons become your teacher. Mm-hmm. Somebody said yeah. life is, becomes yeah. your teacher at a certain point. But I'd say it's valid coming here because although I don't know, I'm not that familiar with the details of the Buddhist tradition, it's very helpful to be here. And that relates to the supporting circumstances, uh, which is, it, it, it's quite, you know, one has to admit that you can't, you're not, I'm not sort of standing alone on the North Pole trying to mm. <laughs> become conscious. And the, the, the second part that kind of says, a mind that turns towards awakening, which is an admission that I'm not awake, but I can turn towards awakening. Mm. <laughs> and, of course, that would encompass also many of the various practices that have been mentioned here. So I just want to kind of express a, uh, an appreciation for, for this. And thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And this was such a lovely comment that I think this is the perfect place to close the evening on. <laughs> so with that, we dedicate the merit of our practice together tonight in community, in sitting silently, practicing both on our own and together with the Sangha. May the merit generated from our practice together be a cause and condition for the freedom of all beings, including ourselves. Thank you so much for your kind attention and participating tonight. And if you like, you can take a photo of your card now.